Smith is on cover duties, I wonder why Robin Smith gave up the art editor job? The background of this cover reuses one of Smith's most popular images, that of Dredd's badge from Prague 262, and still one of the most popular pages on this blog. Tharg's nerve center contains the promise that, though RoboHunter finishes this prog, it will return. There's going to be a change of editor, sorry, sub-editor, format, the comic will go color, new script droids will appear and the next RoboHunter story will be very unpopular. If we're talking about the original creative team then the return of RoboHunter, kinda, is going to take about 20 or 30 years. A reader had a lesson in the Celtic language and revealed that Soth means God's truth, sounds like a post-pagan minced oath to me. Nemesis the Warlock Book V, The Vengeance of Thoth by Pat Mills and Brian Talbot. Torquemada and Nemesis fight it out watched by Conjada and Purity, Candy seems shocked and dismayed while Purity is really into it. The old enemies fight dirty but Nem stops short of killing Thomas, explaining to Purity that Thomas will need to be returned to his home time to preserve causality. Unfortunately Pat Mills ditches this idea about 10 years later, making this all pretty meaningless, shame. As the ABC warriors turn up, and we find out what happened to Mad Ron, Nemesis lying about being sorry to hear about the death, we get another bit of mystery building on who the replacement warrior is going to be. Seeing as that threat about Thomas has to be returned to home time is being laid here, but will later be abandoned, it's a bit ironic that non-threads from earlier stories are being tied together. So, when the black and white holes were constructed there was an amount of leakage, causing creatures to appear from millions of years in the future or from alternate Earths, such as the Goonie Bird from Killer Watt. I'd like to think the Goonie Bird might have come from the world, or future, of Metalzoic, though DC Comics might have something to say about licensing. The Terminator's pogrom against aliens is retroactively expanded to include scientists, leading to the previous ages of technological know-how becoming the lost age of science. Discussed on the Mega City Book Club. Jose Ortiz's artwork is used in a trailer for the next prog, the image no doubt from the first page of the new series of Rogue Trooper. IPC adverts for the best of 2080 monthly number 3, using the Mick McMahon's cover art from Prog 204, and the 1986 Judge Dredd and 2080 annuals. Where were we? Oh, yes, Hokey was getting shot through the head, though the droid doesn't use their head that much so I doubt it'll make much difference. Robo Hunter Farewell, My Billions by Grant, Grover and Ian Gibson rushes to its conclusion with Slade seeing red and snapping the uncooperative Stogie in half. Through the rage haze, Slade notices that the remnants of the robotic cigar were built by Marconi in Chelmsford. Something's up here, Carlos Sanchez Robo Stogie was built in Havana, not Brit CIT. Calling Marconi, the trail leads back to where it all began, for both Sam and us, Slade's old office in New York as seen way back in Prague 76. Once they're all is explained by the excited droids, who have prepared a party for Sam, the kind of welcoming party that doesn't involve guns. As Slade's release from the submergible health farm had been approaching, Stokey had considered that Slade would be at his fittest for half a century, but with 27 billion creds in the bank would soon slip into old ways. And so the plan was hatched, not just to squander the fortune, but also to get Sam back into the robo-hunting mood. It works, kind of. With no money left, Sam has no option but to take up robo-hunting again, but this time he's going solo. Apart from anything else, he needs the capital from selling the droids. This was the last appearance of the original run of Sam Slade, robo-hunter. It'll be resurrected in the dreaded 90s but it won't be the same, I've not reread it since the 90s, 
but I think any previous continuity gets ditched, so even at the time it was being run it couldn't be said to be the same series. That won't be the last we'll see of Sam though. Over in the 21st century Grant and Gibson will return to work on a Slate story. Unfortunately the return series will be left hanging, but it was a welcome return after the intermediate series. Those middle series weren't all bad, by the way, some great artists were drafted in, perhaps not entirely suitable for a comedy strip, but then one of the writers didn't appear to be treating it as comedy either. Anyway, I'll deal with that when I get to the relevant progs, some way off, even if I do a blog a day, the 90 stories I'm talking about won't be covered for another two years, and the return of two-thirds of the classic creative team won't be covered until the middle of the decade. Judge Dredd, Death of a Politician by T.B. Grover and Steve Dillon In my head I'd remembered this farewell to the greatest mayor mega city one has seen as having been illustrated by Dave the Orang Utan's co-creator, Ron Smith, but in the event Steve Dillon has the sad duty to relate the sad events of this tale. Bit of a whodunit, plus a why did the do it involved with the murder of Dave? Though perhaps Dave wasn't the real target, clue, the ape wasn't the target. I can barely write about this episode, quick version, the bartender killed Billy for the insurance money, Dave was just collateral. So Mega City One says farewell to its best every mayor and all for a lapsed insurance policy. Mean Team by the Beast and Bellardinelli starts with a repeat of the promise which has driven bad Jack Keller for Jack's entire death bowl career. Back with the other young trainees, the seven-year-old Jack finds out the truth, the promise of freedom with 5,000 kill points is a hopeless dream, in four centuries only one person has managed to score even 2,000 points. We get regaled with Bad Jack's record-breaking career, youngest ever trainee to enter the junior pits and then on to the full mean team, cutting a swathe of point-earning death. Reminded of the promise, Richmond Von backpedals and claims it was only a joke. Bad Jack doesn't care about this and demands his freedom. In front of the cameras, the galaxy witnesses the demand and joins in the cry for freedom. Vaughn refuses. Jack checks that's Vaughn's final word on the subject, which isn't a brilliant idea from Vaughn. Being stood right next to an armed gladiator who has cut that swathe of death and violence for the past 20 years, leading up to this moment. No need for Vaughn to lose his head, but that's what happens. This was one of the most memorable moments from the first series of Mean Team, the rising action to which it's been building, where to next? Tharg the Mighty and Smith's Farewell by TMO and Carlos Esquora. A bit late, this one, seeing as we were told about Smith's departure some time ago in the nerve center. Smith is getting old, and in answer to the Tom Frame droid's questions, there's no robot's rest home or pension for the old art editor droid. In Tharg's words, sentiments have no place in robotics, or in business, come to that, can't help think that this is a dig from editorial and creative to IPC management. It's been a while since we saw Mechquake, but that's where Smith is destined to end up. Back in the nerve center and Tharg is perusing the latest script from Alan Grant, for Bad City Blue. Unfortunately there are no art droids available as we get a rundown of what they're all up to. It'll be interesting to see how they match up to future stories, Kim Kennedy is on a five-part dread, Sardini? Or could be the Warlord? Glenn Fabry and David Pugh are working on Slanya, must be the Tomb of Terror, Iskura is working on the next Dread Annual and Gibson is working on the extra-length third book of Halo Jones. Simone points out that it was a shame that Smith has been sent to Mechquake as he might be too old to work on the weekly but could still have put in a good job on the story. A last-minute phone call saves the droid, though Smith has been somewhat mashed. Still, what does an art droid need other than one eye and one arm, the good right arm? 
Saved from total destruction, Smith has been put to work on forthcoming thrill Bad City Blue by Tharg the Magnanimous. There's some sort of subtext to this story, not sure what it is though. As an aside, Robin Smith does intend to be regarded in the same reverence as Bolland, Iskora, Ron, Smith, et al., but I do think there are a few 2008 career highlights coming up in the next year or so, before he heads off to work on the bogeyman at the end of the decade. Let's see how my memory of his work holds up when I reread them. Grail Page, Bryant Talbot's glimpse of Overland, as affected by the overflow from the time wastes, including flashbacks to the rise of the Terminators. Grail quote, Pat Mills, Road Jaws, bit like a sewer really. You need overflow pipes there, to stop it coming back up the, Hammerstein, yes, yes, we know. The words of a war droid who's heard it too many times over the centuries. Though I also have a liking for T.B. Grover, Mo Malinsky, you mean I killed my best pals for nothing? Judge Dredd, not for nothing, 30 years, creep. Not the first time that Mills, Wagner and Grant have shared Grail quote honors and no doubt it won't be the last. Feedback Survey